Okay, so we're going to get ready to get started. And thank you so much, um, Ron Felder, for joining us tonight. We're going to talk about how to understand FIA and financial aid. And you are the expert. So I know that you are going to give us all kinds of wisdom and knowledge and expand our understanding of what we need to do to get into the best position as it relates to financial aid. And it's all changed. So uh, I'm just going to start by having you introduce yourself. What city are you from? Where, you know, where did you uh, start your education at? Just so, so people might want to connect with you, they, they can find out a little bit about you. Right. Well, uh, first and foremost, I'm originally from New York City. Uh, I, I moved here to uh, Philadelphia about oof, 19 years ago. Mm. Uh, education, New York City uh, Board of Ed, uh, public school, uh, college, Johnson Wells University, Providence, Rhode Island. For, well, first two years started in South Carolina, Charleston, and then finished my last two years in Providence, Rhode Island. Um been doing financial aid, I want to say the past 15, 16, 17 years of that. Wow. That, that range, yeah. Pretty much okay. in, that, in that field. Um, so kind of live in this world. You know, they say once you get in there, you can't get out. And they're 100% about that. And it, it's really interesting because <clears throat> all of us have come full circle with this whole idea of college because, you know, my, my children have gone through college now. And yours is, is he in his second, third year? Mine is in his second and a half, third year-ish, <laughs> I think. One of them, yep, he so, is. So we're all, you know, in that place where we're going through. And hopefully tonight we'll answer a lot of questions that individuals might have about the whole financial aid process. Um, and every state has its own, I'm going to say, kind of fear financial aid structure within their state. Is that correct? Or is FIA just- Some do, some don't. Some do, yeah, some don't. don't. Not every state has a state agency. Uh, Pennsylvania is one of the luckiest who actually probably have the best one. And then next, I would go to New York State. Um, uh, but Pennsylvania pretty much is like the creme de la creme of having this state grant agency, as well as the supporting cast that mm. supports the residents of Pennsylvania. So yes. That's excellent. I, I always learn something new. I thought that most states, you know, would do the same thing. So it's, it's good information because as students consider what state they may apply to various colleges, they need to know what they have, what they offer from a state level and then from a federal level. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so tell us some of the history of FIA, how it got started and what uh, it does. Yeah. History of FIA. FIA was started by uh, the great uh, K. Leroy Irvis uh, uh, in regards to just uh, finding a way to educate Pennsylvania residents and to make it affordable so it wouldn't be so financially impactful uh, to their lives. Uh, FIA is the Pennsylvania Higher Education Assistance Agency. Our objective is to administrate all uh, Pennsylvania state grants uh, as well as special program funds to Pennsylvania residents. However, we do submit funds to outside states as well. Mm -hmm. These reciprocal states are Delaware, Massachusetts, Ohio, Vermont, West Virginia. Uh, those states are reciprocal because they play nice in the sandbox with us. They send us their state grants as well. Mm -hmm. 
my role as a higher education access partner, along with the other 12 other uh, access partners that are in my department, we are scattered around the Pennsylvania uh, Commonwealth to support um, parents and students who are looking to go into higher ed. Uh, mm -hmm. My job is to make sure I do uh, that we, I complete financial aid nights, uh, scholarship uh, nights, uh, fast for completion workshops, which I'm in the, the as we say the peak of it right now, yeah. the, with the new with the new uh, student uh, fast for uh, application, as well as explain to the uh, the Commonwealth of our new state grant, which would be called Grant Us. So mm -hmm. that will be our new state grant uh, name. It'll be uh, Grant Us going forward. Uh, that's mm -hmm. a new platform. So you'll start. Uh, everybody will start seeing communications down the line uh, in the next couple. Uh, weeks or months in regards to grant us. So are you saying FIA is going to change to that? Yes. Wow. Wow. So that's going to be a whole new set of literature and mm -hmm. information and yep. some shifts in the website and, and yep. all in that. Fact, in fact, I'm working on some of those uh, literatures my, uh, myself. I'm kind of spearheading certain uh, publications. So yes. Awesome. Well, while we're there talking about the whole process of of fear, what made you really passionate when you got into it? You know, you probably thought you were going to stay into it like two years and then you'll move on to something else. But what has like kept the longevity and your enthusiasm about it? Uh, the funny thing is, no, I never said I was going to leave it. Uh, once I said I got in, I was going to get in it. Uh, I didn't. I never. Um, my passion for financial aid is kind of funny. Um, I got in. Just kind of in the, on the administrative side and the, and the federal work study side, but my passion came when I was working, believe it or not, at uh, a for-profit school, Everest Institution uh, Institute, and I was underneath uh, a strong, strong manager. Her name was Ray Thompson, and she is actually my mentor and one of my closest friends. And she taught me about how to understand the regulations, how to do certain things. But she made sure I kept my personality. Uh, and my personality is very uh, unique to the financial aid office because I'm very extroverted uh, and bubbly, as they would say, and, and welcoming. Yeah. And I can and I can simplify the information and not make it seem like it's a lot and hard to understand. Mm -hmm. um, but also, uh, it really is a passion of mine that I help students that look like me. Like, mm -hmm. it really, I enjoy seeing students who are brown, black, uh, Caucasian, or just anybody who comes from a, a low-income environment, go to college, change the trajectory of their life, do better, and just give back to the next generation. It's, it's amazing for me. And then just, you know, and don't have any debt. I don't really, mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of debt and uh, personally or professionally. So if I can take, if I can help anybody take any type of burden off their life or debt, that's really where I'm at. Awesome. Awesome. You know what? You mentioned uh, Kay Leroy Irvis, and I have to go back and acknowledge him as well from the standpoint of the Act 101 program, which he founded in the state of Pennsylvania for low-income first-generation college students to give them access and uh, to provide those students with support, uh, both academically, counseling-wise, and ensuring that larger numbers of low-income and first-generation students from Pennsylvania could actually have an opportunity to get into college. And I know that because I actually ran 
uh, the Act 101 program at a couple of universities, uh, Philadelphia University and Drexel University. I ran the Act 101 program. So I just want to put that out there as some information to there may be parents of low-income students that are on this um, this video uh, session and just don't know that there's a program that will help your child to succeed when they go to various colleges around the Commonwealth. So I want to put right. that out there. Yep. Yeah. Right. It's, a, it's a really a good program, honestly. Mm -hmm. uh, it really does help. Uh, it does help a lot of students. Um, sorry about that. Um, mm -hmm. It does help a lot of students who go through the Act 101 program succeed and find their way uh, on the post-secondary uh, side. Because a lot of students who may come from different uh, avenues in life, when they get to college, it's, it's pretty much hard to sometimes find themselves. And when they go through the mm -hmm. Act 101, they find their family early. Um, right. Everybody knows when you if, when you go to college and you finish college, you, you, get, you, you gain a college family outside of your normal friends from back home and your regular family. Mm -hmm. And they mm -hmm. help you succeed as well, too. Right. And that's that's always a key. When I talk to students to find a home base on campus, whether it's with your advisor, uh, some uh, of the colleges have a multicultural center or, you know, find out in your department, but have a home base of administrators and faculty that support you as you're going through and that College shouldn't be a lonely experience. College should be an opportunity for you to grow, meet people uh, from around the world and, and achieve some of your own dreams and desires. So uh, just taking that initiative, I think, is important about the, the college experience. And those who succeed do it together with others at the college, not just by themselves. Um, and I mentioned that because I was, I know you were the first person in your family to go to college, but I was. And um, I can relate to a lot of those challenges in figuring was, out college itself. I was not. Uh, I was blessed to have my grandmother, my mother, my sister, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, two uncles to go to college to kind of uh, guide that way. So, you know, I was, mm -hmm. uh, but nobody actually told, nobody taught me how to study. That was the hard part of college, mm -hmm. uh, learning right. how to study. That's <laughs> a different type of energy. Uh-huh. And that's that's exactly why I wrote the book, Seven Secrets of How to Study, because I found so many students across Pennsylvania and, and around the country don't know how to study. They know how to memorize material, but they don't know how to study. So right. that's so in, in terms of um, what have you found to be the hardest challenge for students who are applying to FIA the first time? They don't read the document. <laughs> they don't read the document. Uh on the FIA app, state grant application, which is the grant us application, you can only select one school. However, it has to be the school that you plan on attending. If you decide to change that a school, the student has to go back into the application and update the, uh, the application with the school that they plan on attending because FIA will send the money to the wrong school. Oh. So, um, you know, the FIA application is really not that hard. It's really mm -hmm. easy. Parents really don't get involved unless the student is selected for verification and state verification is different from federal verification. Mm -hmm. um, but we just ask, uh, we, everything now is electronic. When I first started with the agency, it, everything was snail mail. So now I'm so happy that they finally stepped up to the 2024. So a lot of now everything can be scanned off their phone and uploaded on the doc, uh, doc upload. Mm -hmm. Real easy. Yeah. And, and 
I go back to that too. When I tell students that when we applied to college, we used to get the applications in the mail. We had to, you know, type it up and, you know, get some, or get someone to type it up and, and get it out and send them, you know, it yeah. was so much more complicated than yeah, I don't envy I don't envy at I don't envy you guys at all because I mean up again I'm not from Pennsylvania so I'm a transplant but mm -hmm. man I would have had a nightmare personally going through something like that that would have been a nightmare for me mm -hmm. no. mm -hmm. yeah so um what have you in, in terms of working with the schools how does FIA work with schools directly I, I, uh, so, are you talking about post-secondary or secondary um the the high schools. How do you work directly with them? So of course I have a ter I, I manage the whole city of Philadelphia. So I uh have relationships with the school district, uh with the cathedral, uh uh with the archdiocese, mm -hmm. uh state legislative libraries, um, all the councils in the city kind of know me, uh, which is so <laughs> funny. I'm like Mr. Popular. Um, and I'm always out there. Um, and what I do is, you know, they I send them my schedule uh a year in advance and they just schedule me. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm scheduling always a year in advance. Uh, and with the new changes of the FAFSA this year, the FAFSA dropped in December 31st. Mm -hmm. So right now we've, I'm in financial aid season, which is kind of funny because last year I was kind of dwindling around this time, uh, financial aid season. FAFSA season was coming to an end. So I was kind of getting ready for like uh, uh, explaining to my juniors what I call junior jumpstart. But this year I'm going right from FAFSA season and junior jumpstart starts for me around May, June. Mm -hmm. And then I go into talking to uh, training and updating my post-secondaries in, in the summer. And then I go right back into financial aid uh, FAFSA season because the new FAFSA uh, opens up on October 1st. Uh, oh, so year, they're moving it back to where it was. Yeah, this year is like, you know, you just go with it. Uh-huh. Yep. So let, let tell tell me how because people may not know what FAFSA is. So uh, FAFSA tell me is, what that is, just in case, you know, mm -hmm. this might be, again, their first time listening to this. So so FAFSA is the free application for federal student aid. This application, you're applying for Pell Grants as well as uh, uh, subsidized and unsubsidized Stafford loans. The subsidized Stafford loan does not occur interest while you're in school. The unsub does. You can choose as a student um, to not receiving uh, the sub or unsub if you don't want to have any loans. But a lot of students always, uh, use, well, the majority of these students use this application to see the uh, the federal Pell Grant, which is free money. Um, at, after you complete this application, you will see, uh, not this uh, not this application, but the following year, uh, well, October's application, you will see the Grant Us link at the bottom of the confirmation page that will connect you to the Fee Estate, well, to the Grant Us slash Fee Estate Grant application. And then that's how our students are connected to FIA as well. Uh, their FAFSA is connected to FIA. So that's how those two applications mesh. Oh, okay. Yep. That's, that's wonderful. Hold on one second. I'll be right back. Okay. Pardon me, everybody. <laughs> it happens. It we happens. Do these things at home, and mm -hmm. yeah. So anyway, um, so what? Who are some of the interesting people that you've met along the way in doing this? And 
that have kept you inspired in, in your work? Oh, man. Um, whew, so many. Uh, Michelle Obama. I have met, uh, yeah, I know, right? That right off the rip, like that's a hard, that's a tough name right there. Like, whoa, <laughs> uh, Michelle Obama. It has been uh, Senator Vincent Hughes, uh, mm -hmm. definitely a, a, a state representative, Jordan Harris, uh, Morgan Cephas, um, Catherine, Councilwoman Catherine uh, uh, Gilmore Richardson. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, Sabatina. Uh, uh, so many different folks. Uh, mm -hmm. Dr. Height, uh, Otis Hackney, uh, so many good uh, counselors, uh, Lillian Rivera, uh, Vanita, uh, all these all these good counselors, uh, uh, Stephanie Brown, Tony Davenport, all these wonderful, wonderful people yeah. just in the Philadelphia area who just uh, on a on a Pennsylvania black conference side, Dr. John Craig, uh, you uh uh doctor uh doc oh gosh gosh she is going to kill me because i literally just had a blonde moment of of uh oh my gosh what is my i email oh my gosh um why am i having this until a sunday uh uh look it'll, it'll come back we'll, we'll just no she's my co-director oh. uh oh. <laughs> uh come on uh uh dr jones what uh what's 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 the girl texas uh clarion mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! Why can't uh, I forget? I don't know. <laughs> yes, you can't. Yo, she's she's in charge of IML uh and and uh uh on for the Pennsylvania uh, Black Conference. She just retired. Um, Clarion University. Car you talking about Carla? Carla Roach, of course, but no, yeah. Clarion uh, University. Oh, um. Brenda Dater, sorry. Yeah, Dater. Uh, she would kill me if I uh, charge it to my heart, Doctor. I uh, charge it to my mind, Doctor. Dater, not my heart. Uh, Brenda Dater, uh, young young folks that inspire me. Uh, Danielle Martin, now Doctor Danielle Martin. Mm -hmm. uh, my colleagues on Thea, uh, Tiffany uh, Devan. Um, I really that, miss this. That's good. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. want to stress you out, but I just want people to know that yeah. you know people. Yeah. And and so, uh, I, you know, I always tell people it's not just the person that's in front of you; it's also all the people that they know or that they've met um, mm -hmm. that you can kind of if you, they have those relationships with people, you start mentioning their name, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm aware of that person. And oh, so, yeah. a lot of times, young people don't take advantage of not thinking about the person that they're standing in front of them, but who are they connected with, and mm -hmm. how how they can be helpful to them. So. You know, it, it's good to uh, take advantage of all the names that he's sharing are people he's actually know. I was thinking also of Representative Joanne McClinton, uh, yep. who was, you know, high up in the state now. She's she's just moving and shaking. She and, is definitely uh, moving and shaking. Joanna is moving. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm so proud of her. Uh, and then our, uh, our first Black female mayor for Philadelphia, Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So things yeah. are happening. And uh she's a you know, I work at Villanova and Joanne yeah. McClinton is a graduate of our law school. So, you know, had to, oh. had to kudos out there to that. I didn't know she went to uh, I was she you know, she's so highly in uh, uh in, engaged in uh LaSalle. That definitely something new. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um so what advice would you give to a young person that's just 
interested in funding college, what are the different ways that they or things they should consider as uh, they're thinking about funding college? Do your research. Uh, ask all, ask as many questions as possible. There is no such thing as a dumb question in financial aid when you're trying to learn the uh, the knowledge mm -hmm. of it. So ask as many and be inquisitive. Uh, be teachable, be coachable. Mm. Be really uh, like being coachable has got me a, a further places than a lot of people have expected to be. Um, mm. And just uh, be professional as well, you know, mm -hmm. be professional and knowing that there's a difference of listening and and, and talking. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so you've been to a lot of college fairs. Oh, yeah. How can the students get them? the most out of a college fair? Because it just seems like it's overwhelming. I've been to the one in Philadelphia and it's like lots and lots of colleges and they have seminars. And should I have a plan when I go in? What what What's your advice? You definitely need to have a plan. Uh, I always say attack 10, uh, your 10 top schools at this, at the uh, whatever college fair and mm -hmm. spend at least 20 minutes at each school asking as many questions as possible. Uh, and then just now, and then get their uh, their uh, their contact information, and then have a follow up meeting mm -hmm. with whoever really impacted you the most. And if I if out of those ten only five, then you should have five strong follow up meetings via Zoom, via call, via email, just to get more of an understanding of what you are embarking on, and mm -hmm. asking more questions of uh, how to achieve your goal at whatever, whatever post-secondary uh, school and getting that degree, but also leaving there with the, the least amount of student loan debt. Does FIA offer scholarships or resources to help students with scholarships? Uh, we offer, we do offer resources with, uh, for students uh, to receive scholarships during our financial aid uh, presentation. There are There is a slide that has about 30 slides uh, websites but FIA mm -hmm. also has special programs that also uh, that students might qualify outside the the normal state grant award yeah okay yep. and does that automatically get applied when they when they submit no, their it's application? A, they, they, some of them have separate applications okay yep. so be aware of that now be aware that you know sometimes not even tell the students when they're applying to Villanova University in our financial aid section um, you have to apply to each one of the scholarships, not, you know, it's not like the um, common application where you follow one and then it just goes to all. No, you have to look at the individual requirements of the, the application itself and, yep. you know, make sure that you're applying. Um, one recommendation I do give to students is that they might have a few essays that they keep because a lot of the essays are the same. And just make sure you make adjustments as you're submitting those those essays to individuals. So you're not, I mean, my main thing with scholarship is you can keep applying, keep applying. I wrote a scholarship uh, workbook as well. And I tell students, just keep applying. Even when you get uh, an undergrad and you now have a GPA, some scholarships don't offer you the opportunity unless you have a GPA. So uh, students students stop applying sometimes when they get into college. They think, oh, I'm done with the whole scholarship search. And my daughter has won thousands of dollars in scholarships while she was in college because she qualified with her GPA and they were available. In fact, uh, some of the scholarships didn't have enough people applying. So Yeah, that's yeah. what I've been trying to preach to my son. I'm like, hey, keep going for it. But, you know, girls and boys are different. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, Okay, can you tell the story of 
any student that you are uh, proud of that they, you know, got their financial aid and they've graduated from college now? Do you have any any students that stand out in your mind? Oh, yeah. I got one uh, five years ago. His name was Luis Ortiz. He was coming out of Philadelphia uh, Building 21, which is in, I want to say, the North Philly area. Um Lewis was it was really strong. I met him when he was a junior. Uh, I was doing a junior jumpstart presentation. And he came up to me. He 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 established uh, that he wanted to do this. Uh, he wanted to be a um a economics major or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he his family did not have enough money, but his grades were so high that he wanted to be uh, top in his class. He wanted to graduate building 21 the following year at the top of his class and getting a full ride at Penn State. Oh, awesome. And he wanted to get, uh, not only did he finish Penn State in four years, he graduated with no student loan debt. He wanted up getting a big job at, I uh, think the, I don't know if this is the right hospital, but it's in Camden by Rutgers. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the big wigs and he wanted to buy his mother a house Wow. After, uh, after he finished his bachelor's degree because he had no student loan debt and they have they now moved from Philadelphia to Jersey based off of Lewis Lewis's grind so I'm so <laughs> proud of Lewis I'm so proud of that guy that's, that's and amazing. I see him I see him every, every other three months I mean we, you know we, we talk but I'm so proud of him mm-hmm. and he just stayed focused the whole time he just made sure he had no student loan debt he kept a 3.8 GPA at at Penn mm-hmm. State and just was going. Did his thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think that it's so important that as you look at uh, individuals who may not have considered college, that they recognize that there's money there. There's a program called Gear Up. And that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why Gear Up was founded. It, it was to encourage individuals who were in the younger grades, the middle school it started with, to let them know that there will be financial aid when they graduate. And just to like take away that whole dialogue uh, from the parent that there's not won't be financial aid for my child. Um, and uh, another place where you can look at for opportunities to save money is with community colleges. Mm-hmm. Have you found it to be really beneficial to take advantage of FIA and financial aid, going to a community college first and then uh, to a four-year you know, uh, college after finishing that? Have you had that experience? Oh, yeah. Listen, I always tell students, you know, sometimes going to a traditional four-year college might not be your plan or might not be your goal. So if you want to save about $30,000, look at a community college. Uh, even if you can do dual enrollment at school, at high school, it's a free, mm-hmm. it's free college classes to save yourself money. And by the time you get to community college, you're doing your core classes, getting them out the way. And by the time you transfer over to a, a traditional school, you're already, again, $30,000 uh, less in debt. And you graduate on time and, you know, it's an easier transition because you know the workload. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's an opportunity for you to... Um, be met with instructors that want to engage with you. And they they may not have as large classes at the community college. So you want to look for yourself, in yourself, what is your desire? What background do you think you have? Um, so 
that may be the place to start. Other students, they'll start in a four-year college, but it's just about getting the exposure. And then, you know, we want as many people to be successful, not just going, that we, uh, because we've supported them, that they're actually graduating. And that's the whole goal, supported them financially, the money is available, you have to apply. It's not going to just come to you by, you know, osmosis. You have to actually take the steps to take advantage of. It. And that's why I, I wanted to bring uh, Ron Felder tonight to let you know who is one of those people who is available to you. Um, so how do you visualize this new, you just said there's going to be a new, um, yeah, how do you visualize what it's going to do? Is it going to be different? I think it's going to be extremely more computer savvy and easier to navigate. The application should be uh, uh is relatively uh, uh lessing, lesser of uh a uh, verbiage. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think it'll be well when I say easier, a better streamlined process from the FAFSA to the fee to the grant us application. Uh, I think it'll be easier for students to upload if they have any verification, uh, to understand what they need to complete and make sure that they're receiving their aid on time and know that they have to keep a certain grade point average in order to be uh, um, academic uh, approved. You know, a student has to have, uh, cannot be on student academic progress to receive, uh, they they have to be above student academic progress to receive federal aid and state aid, so. Okay, excellent. Yep. yep. Yeah, so um, I didn't want to make this long. I really appreciate you coming out. Is there any last things you'd like to share or uh, how they can get in contact with you, any of that? You can always get in contact with me if you go to FIA's website underneath the PA School Services uh, tab. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, underneath the PA School Services tab, uh, that's where my department is. I'm available. Uh, there's my email, my telephone number is there. Um, tell, I always tell students, do your research. Uh, school is not, uh, colleges are not cheap. Some of them are not getting cheaper. Um, so you want to make sure that you want to, you know, your objective is to get that degree, but your objective is also yes. to not leave in debt. Um, so have fun in college. These are the best four years of your life. You'll never <laughs> get them back again, yes. but be very, very smart because once it's over, you want to make sure that your, your financial endeavors are easier to manage. So that's my, yeah. that's my pivot. Absolutely. And, you know, where we, where you can, sometimes you might need to take a loan. But if you if you can avoid it, you know, get as much aid as you possibly can so you don't have to deal with that. So I want to thank Ron Felder for coming with me tonight to have this conversation. Um, again, if you want to get my ultimate scholarship guide book or the seven secrets of how to study or the parents ultimate education guide, you can go to drjonesbooks.com. That's D-R-J-O-N-E-S books.com. Uh, you certainly can also email me at Stephen Jones with a second S at RCN.com. So thank you so much. And we look forward to hearing from you and watch all of the other podcasts I put out there to help you to improve all your access to education and to give you advice on your careers. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Dr. Jones, for having me. You're welcome.